Two brothers when united form the Marvel Major with the power to review Marvel movies and basically say anything that comes to their minds. Fighting the powers of evil with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth. Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth and I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Jake Hollingsworth. Hello, true believers. Good to be in your virtual presence again. Yeah. And today, we're going to be talking... We, we don't have any news today. So. Yeah, it's nothing really big going around. Except for one thing that I'm not going to share. Yeah, well, I, I thought about sharing it and what my thoughts are on it, but it's better not to because literally the internet is blowing up about it and it's kind of crazy. And honestly, I'm, I'm a little little hurt. I'm not, I'm not too thrilled about it, but still, that's a, well, that's a story for another day. Yeah, well, just look up Marvel News. We're not going to share it here because uh, it might be a potential spoiler for the upcoming movie Black Widow. So yeah. if you if you um, really want to know because you don't care about uh, having the movie spoiled for you, then just go look up like Marvel News and it's like the first thing that pops up. So. Mm-hmm. I let, yeah, the other day I was going on to see if there's anything new and that's literally I saw that article like five times. I'm not, I'm not even right. joking. All right. Five so, people have posted about it. It's that big of news. Five people. Yeah. Um, well, the whole well, there's a lot of, like a there's a lot of YouTube videos about it though. Isn't there? Yeah, there's there's a, there's like a few YouTube videos talking about it. And yeah, honestly, okay, now it just feels weird that we're not discussing it. Yeah. Honestly. But, yeah, it feels a little rude, but okay. Uh, yeah, never mind. Just uh, just go look it up if you really want. We just talk- <laughs> We're not going to tell it here because we don't want to spoil said Black Widow movie for you. Yeah. So if you really want to know, then just go look it up yourself. Uh, nobody's going to stop you. Um, so, uh, yeah. And let's just get into our main topic. All right. So so today we're going to talk. Cause this only happened because they recently came on to Disney Plus not too yes, long ago. Yes, the third one coming on the, the week before yesterday. Before, oh wow, really? The week, no, yes, it came on last Friday. Hmm. And then also, Roderick Rules coming on, and also, in case you get, also in case you can't tell, we're talking about the Diary of Olympian movies, and that's what <laughs> we're going to talk about our our thoughts on them because now all three are on there, and we watched them. All three in the main, um, in the main trilogy. Yes, if if um if you're sitting there saying, well, what about the long haul? Uh, that's the fourth movie, and and that, that is a soft reboot. Yeah, so we're not gonna be talking. That's not gonna technically be consider about. that. Oh, sorry, in, I beat the mic. Sorry. sorry yeah. About that. Um, it's not considered in the. Um, we're not. We're not like it's. It's not technically considered in this main thing because yeah, Zachary Gordon, 
Greg Heffley. And now, and, and we're gonna talk about these. You know, might go like, oh well, Dave Ruskiri, that's a kitty movie. The first one kind of was. The first one. Okay, so here's what happened. We watched the first movie a while ago, a long time ago, when we were like younger, and I thought I honestly kind of thought it was a little okay. And even when I really watched it last week, I was just kind of like, eh. It's okay. Well, not bad. Oh my goodness, I'm dropping stuff all over my desk. Um, and then I watched the second movie. Sorry. Um, I watched the second movie, and it was honestly better than the first movie. Yeah, I know a few think people would agree with me. The sequels are the sequels are better. And then the Dog Days. The Dog Days. Dog Days. <laughs> the Dog Days. Um, was just as good, if not. I think it was just as good as Roger Rules. I know it was better than the first movie. That's for sure. Well, now we should just probably get into our thoughts about, about them. So let's yeah, start. Yeah, because the, the first one came on like in the first movie early came, March. The first movie was gone for a while. So let's, we should probably dive into our thoughts on them, starting with the first movie. Yeah. Um, well, now, so this movie, uh, the, the, the thing that kind of ruins it for me is that it, it knows that a lot of younger, littler kids are going to be watching this movie because of how popular the book series is oh, and so yes. it just aims for that younger audience which is not necessarily bad but um considering how great the sequels are and the more it, like this one just kind of grabs a lot of the low-hanging fruit but it was successful just because the books were so popular and, and the uh, books are great like humor, like humor wise, and all of the you know character connections. Also, wait and sorry. stuff. It just grabs just all the low hanging fruit. Doesn't really go for anything you know big and emotional, and um, doesn't really explore any like really deep and mature themes in the movie. And so, some of the the sequels actually kind of do that a lot. They explore more mature and deep themes, and they have a little bit more emotion in them. Um, so when you look back at the first one, you're kind of just like, yeah, this one's a little bit more for little kids. But it is a different director for this movie, because in two and three and four, uh, it's David Bowers. Yeah. Um, who's the director? I forget the director of the first one, but you can tell that he just knew that he wanted to go for the little kids, humor-wise, theme-wise, emotion-wise, but story-wise. All, all three movies, except for the fourth one, um, the fourth one goes a little bit different, but in, in one, two, and three, um, they really do a good job of adapting the books to the movies, and I think one of the main reasons why is because Jeff Kinney was executive producer for these movies, so he kind of, I think he might have had creative, like you said, we, I think he might have had creative control over these movies, like saying... Yeah, when I was writing the books and I was hoping it would become a movie, I said I I was thinking maybe I want to do this to this and then do that to that and blah, blah, blah. okay okay now let's throw something about the books now I would just say me and I both have read most of the books I I've read books one through nine Eli's read one through ten yeah and we haven't read past that yeah well, we haven't I haven't read, read like past any ten the, any of the newer new ones. Sorry, he, 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 I, I keep peeking the mic. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, so, okay, the first movie, like you guys said, which I was kind of a little silent about because I didn't find a chance to speak. Um, it, yes, I agree. It's, it was a little like a Nickelodeon movie, yeah. as we said. That is kind of a Nickelodeon movie going for the younger audience. But it's not bad. It's just 
Yeah, it's not bad. It's, yeah. it's 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 all of them are very entertaining. Yeah, I will definitely I will happily watch it. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, just kind of just like all of you know, just like the just the younger you know jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um, just stuff that doesn't really leave. It doesn't. It's not really. It doesn't really have too much depth to it. Um, but. Uh, another thing that makes all three of these movies for the fourth one just great is the cast. The casting choices for these, great, yeah. for these movies are just, just an outstanding cast that it, um, just does a great job with all of the characters that they play. It's for Rowley, I think. Rowley kind of gets on my nerves sometimes just because he kind of... You guys can see this. But he kind of just makes this face the whole time. Yeah, he does. He just makes that one... Like, like when he's upset, he kind of just makes that one face just all the time. And it um, kind of annoys me in parts. Uh, especially in the sequels, which which, which is kind of funny. Because in... I think... I feel like everything got an upgrade with the sequels and when David Bowers came on. Whereas Rowley kind of got a downgrade. Because I don't know what the actor was trying to do, but didn't pay off for me okay now let's talk about the second movie oh yeah the second movie the second movie better. i like this one way more and then this and in this movie uh, uh i think um devin bostick who is uh oh yeah actor of roger i think this is the movie where he gets to shine as roderick and he is the best i think like fa- i told you this my favorite character out of all three movies is roger because i love his performance yeah and then- david Bos david devin bostick <laughs> if you're listening to this you're an amazing roderick yeah, I'm like, then, I want. I might have wanted to say Greg. I'm like, no, he's Roderick. Uh, he, um, yeah, he. In the sequels, he definitely gets get, like in the first one. He's kind of just that, just the oh, mean older brother that's just kind of there. So, yeah, typical, the uh, typical by the books older brother. Yeah, he just kind of, he just kind of there, and he just, just, just kind of there to mess with Greg. Ah, did you hear what I said? By the books, oh. nah. Sorry. Um, yeah, he's just kind of there to mess with Greg, and then in this in the sequels, he kind of gets a little bit more hands-on. We get and we get to see a little bit more of his personality, um, and yeah, I think that I think that's definitely better for him. And, and then, then also in the sequels, uh, oh, oh wait, let's er, so preface this. So there's four. So basically, these three movies, not counting Long Haul, all adapted the first four books, and Roger rules the movie took Roderick Rules and Last Straw and blended them together. Yeah, which are the second which, and, or the which second and really third. Really well book. done, I thought. Yeah, you have some elements cuz Holly cuz Holly Hills who's Greg's like love interest in the third in the in the second and third movie um she, she was, she was introduced to, to the draw. third to the third book. Yeah. yeah, it was last draw. So like the skating scene, the church scene, and I can't. What's another scene? Um, okay, those two scenes in general were not were in the third book, but they decided to take that and put it in the second movie also. Yeah. And I remember when I first saw the sequels, I was like, I remember thinking to myself a little while when I was younger before I watched them. I was like, wait. They didn't make Last Straw movie, and then I and then after watching the second one, I'm like, oh, they put them together, which I think those two work really well together if you want to blend them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, uh, I I go back and forth between which one I like more, Roger Rules or Dog Days, because there's oh, there's el- there's elements that make both uh, really good, uh, and they. They kind of, um, so, like, Dog Days has 
some elements that I really like and uh, some that I wish they had that were in Roderick Rules and sort of like vice versa a little bit. And because uh, Dog Days, uh, we'll get to that in a second, but it, it, it really, like Greg and Holly really connected and um, I feel like they really had some good chemistry in the in the third movie. Whereas in the second one, it's more true to the books, where Holly is just like on this super high, just level, and, and Greg, Greg and Greg's just like trying to get to that level, but he never does. Yeah. But they kind of they kind of change it up with the at the end of Roger Rules, where they're at the retirement home, and then uh, I thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice um, like kind of segue into the. To the I third honestly movie. thought, sorry, I honestly thought that Holly was better in the movie than she was in the books. Yeah, they, they, it's kind of a nice payoff because, um, the kids, because you, because you know this is the problem when you cast a bunch of kids. They, um, they go they, through they, puberty. Yeah, they get older, and with the with the third one, you could tell that they were trying to, they were probably going to end it because. Zachary Greg's Gordon, the, Zachary okay. Gordon, the, the actor of Greg, his, his voice is like his voice was like super deep. Whereas in the first one, he was like, having brothers is so overrated. And second one, he would be like, having brothers is so overrated. And yeah. I was like, whoa, because I because I remember when I first watched so so on Disney Plus, um, what's it called? Well, I think that the, means we could, I think that means we can move on to Dog Days if we, if we want. Yeah, um, that's all I had to say on Dog Rules. It, Devin Vossick, if you're listening, you're amazing. In the in the first one, um, the first so the first one came on Disney Plus early March, and then sometime after that, I forget like it was a couple months or something, and then Dog Days came on, which is fitting. And I, this is before I knew too much about the the um, series as a whole, so I was like, so I knew that they had gotten a new kid uh, for Greg, like in one of the movies, and I remember watching the third one and thinking, wait, this is the one where they got the new kid. Cause it, cause I didn't recognize his voice, and then it was, and then I was like, wait, that's that's the same kid. His voice just matured. Yeah, I think that signaled to them that they needed yeah. to stop. They were like, mm, maybe we should um stop, cause these kids are getting too old. And so you can tell. I can that- guarantee you, if they didn't stop there, he would have gone to high school and college, and we would have had all the, maybe almost all the stories of the books in movie form. With yeah. that same cast, they would have gone to high school. Who have gone to college? Yeah, and um, what was I gonna say? Uh, man. Oh, sorry. It was some. It was uh. Oh, oh no, no, no! It was. You could tell. You could tell that that's why they took a five-year jump. Five-year jump. A five-year time gap there, because the third one came out in 2012. And then the fourth one, Long Haul, didn't come out until 2017. Uh, yeah, so you can tell that maybe they were like, "All right, that's a good trilogy right there." And then somebody, I don't know who, probably somebody came, did, somebody yeah, did pro- somebody something probably, right. Quotation marks. Yeah, somebody probably came along and was like, "Hey, let's make another one." And um, they had to recast everyone, everyone, because oh. and, and it makes sense because Jeff Kinney said that he envisioned for the books that Greg. Is just kind of stuck in this endless loop of middle school. Like he's not, he's not really like ever gonna get out of middle school. And so I can see why they would recast Greg. But wh- Roderick's not in middle school. Roderick's not in an endless loop of middle school, and neither are his parents. Neither Roderick is Manny. Roderick isn't even well, in no. middle school. Manny, you should probably recast because Manny would <laughs> get to be like 
like Greg would still be in middle school, and then they'd be going through all the books, and then, then Manny would just keep getting older and older, and then he'd be like Greg's age, and then Greg yeah. would still, and Greg, and like, and then Manny'd be like, I'm on, he'd be like, I'm on, we free, and then Greg would be like, um, yeah, so, probably recast um, Manny. I had something I wanted to say, or something I wanted to say about dog days really like oh we talk about the Rajik lines um the Rajik lines <laughs> in the first movie he calls um Rally like when Rally tackle or grabs Rajik's feet to let Greg escape Rajik's just like let go baby hippo <laughs> I thought that was mess and also my favorite line out of all uh, in the second movie in Rajik rules back to that when um Rajik the scene where Rajik wakes up and the person talking about TV do you have talent and I never, I never remember what Rally says, but he's like talking, and then Roger just goes, "Get it, Chunky Cheese!" Chunky Cheese. <laughs> I love that line. And then he, in the first one, he also calls them Chummy Buns. Oh, it's chum, oh, it's Chummy Buns. <laughs> he's the only one who lets you sit at their table. Do you think he'll really let, let Chummy Buttons over here? Okay, there was something I wanted, okay, there's one something I wanted to say about Dog Days. Um, I feel like there's one. Like, yeah, I would, and also like um. Yeah, cause cause uh, in the books Greg's not really that likable. He's just kind of like he's really lazy and selfish and just not not very a good kid. And then in the movies, yeah. it's a little, he's a little bit more acceptable because he kind of gets his comeuppance. Like, cause he not to reveal too much about the movie, but uh, he 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 starts lying about going to the country club because he wants to hang out with the Holly Hills. And he claims that he has a job. And he, and he says to his parents that he has a job, so they'll keep letting him go there. And then there's one point in the movie where Greg's dad finds out about um that, and then you know he's gonna send him to Spag Union, something from the. From the book, it's like this really tough school. Oh, I also like the Spag Union. I was uh, you the Spag Union videos. Like the like the kids, the kids do not look like they want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like when like when it, like going through all the kids, th- those are the fakest smiles I've ever seen. Yeah. Ever. And then and then he's like he's like um, I used to lie to my parents that I was studying when really I'd be at the mall hanging out with my friends. That's a very and then he's like thing to do. And then he's like, yeah, I know. And then he's like. Like, now? I can picture him like, um, I can picture, picture like that one kid is just like, Mom, I'm studying for a test. And then when she leaves, and then he secretly opens the window. And I don't know how he does this. He climbs out of his house and makes his way to the mall. But how, what, what do you mean? How would, he, how would he do that? He opens up the window, jumps down, and makes his way to the mall. Yeah, but what if it's a one-story house? Then he just climbs out the window. Yeah, exactly. The window it's not that hard. Cool. But, yeah. um, he, yeah, he's like, and then he's like, now, thanks to Spag Union and the tracking device around my ankle, That's my parents know where I am 24 7. I would like, not. Yeah. I would not allow that. I was like, <laughs> like, like how the kid was like, like I was playing video games way too much, and it was consuming. I was playing them all the time. Sometimes two, two hours, hours a day. day. I'm like, that's nothing in today's world. I know. Dude, people play video games for like six hours a day. Mm. That's. I'm like, that's nothing. Okay. Um, I. I forgot what I was gonna say about Dog Days. I, I think Dog Days was a good ending. They should have stopped there. Yeah, cause then, cause then Greg kind of gets a little, you know, happy ending there. Yeah, and then. And can we point out the beginning of the movie? So, the, so the whole premise of the movie, why Greg's trying to hang out with Holly, is because it's a schoolboy crush, yeah. as I like to. As, as what people, as like the word I'd use. And then it's a schoolboy crush. What'd you, what'd you use that word? What'd you hear that? I don't know. I was just heard it somewhere. Um. So, um. So yeah, the the premise of Dog Days it's it's summer, and um, you know, and and it starts with like the last day of school, 
and Greg goes up to Holly to get her to sign his uh, yearbook. And, and I'll then take he's like, her phone he's, number. he's like, well, why didn't you write your phone number down too? Uh, and then, and if you notice, her phone number is five 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 four two, and then she doesn't get to finish writing. That's the whole premise, and that's why he's trying to hang out with her. So, so obviously they don't want to reveal <laughs> what her that. number is. So they just had her write five five five. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Alright, um, I think that all, I, that's all I have to say on the... So yeah, overall, the first movie just kind of like a first Nickelodeon... Middle of the road, man movie, I'd say. Yeah, um, I really try to give it a chance, but there's just too much just little kid, low-hanging fruit humor that I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't really invest in this movie. And then the yeah, sequels, sequels, the... sequels kind of amp it up. David Bowers, I think, maybe might have been a huge part of that. And um, they do really pack more emotion, and they get more deep themes in there that I really think help advance um, the Dire of Wimpy Kid saga as a whole, and uh, it just makes it more likable. Roger gets some nice moments in there, and the dad. Oh, can we talk about the dad? Uh, the dad. The dad. Oh this might have been a Steve Zane thing, Zan, whatever his name is. Um, was, I felt like he I was think like... I think I haven't really seen any other movies with him in it, but I think he might. Th- this might be just his style of acting. Like he just is. He's kind of he's kind of a psychopath. Like when so so in Dog Days, Greg, Greg, you know, has a plan and he's he he thinks, makes his he dad think. Just say one step ahead makes of his, his dad. Yeah, he makes his dad think that he was outside playing sports all day. That was in the his, book, but he never. But his dad never found out he played video games all day the book that was changed yeah and then his dad went on to turn turn the tv on and his video game was still running and, and he's like you play video, video games, games all, all day. day and then he's like he's like how okay that's it no more video games for the rest of the summer and then and then he goes and he's like tv the cable box go into the into the and then Roger, he's like and then Roger starts like and he's like oh you think that's funny yeah, he's like it's, it's amusing, amusing. Oh, oh yeah. Well, well, no TV and no, no, not no TV. video games. No video no games. And the rest of the no, summer. he says no, no video games and and no television for the rest of the summer. Ha! Does that make you laugh out loud? And he goes, uh, no, I've stopped laughing. I've stopped. And then he he's, and he's like, he's like, he's like, who, who's the laugher now? Me. I'm the laugher. I'm the laughingest laugher that ever laughed. Ha! Funny stuff. So um, yeah, he's like, okay, that. <laughs> He needs help. That, that needs He's kind of yeah. He, he is a little bit of a psychopath, but I, but I don't know. I I I really love Zachary Gordon's performance as Greg, to where I'd say Greg might be my favorite character. But I also really like the dad because as crazy That's as great. he is, he, he's, he's really funny. He's like, yeah. and then he's, he's like, I'm going downstairs to work on my battle diorama. Oh yeah, that that crazy. He's still cr- he's like he's still on a high from his craziness. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's all I've got. I don't know. Movies. Yeah, they're, they're, I say I say they're worth a watch. They're just very entertaining movies. Yeah, not really like an insane amount to offer, um, but uh, they're not like emotional roller coasters or anything. Not anything Ooh. too big, but for the scale that they were on, I felt like uh, the sequels, especially, did their part and made for just an enjoyable time. So. There's our thoughts on the diary of a wimpy kid movie. No, 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 wait, no. He, it's um. So, so whenever it shows the the main theme and it, like shows the title of the book, the music. Yeah. If you like, if you like, say, like, um. So, so the theme goes. If you if you say if you go like diary of a wimpy kid and then you say the title, it fits with the music. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's what we think. And um, now time for our sponsorship. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got the last word. All right, we're back, and now we are going to be talking about our movie of the week, Ant Man. No, Jake. No. No, no, no. See? It's Christoph Beck. He has layers to his music. So, you do... No. Yeah, you do the... And I'll come on top of you and I'll go... What did this turn into a choir? It's not a choir. Okay, fine. Dun 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 we must get into our behind-the-scenes Are you repeating nugget. everything I'm saying? What? Are you repeating everything I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not repeating everything you're saying. Why would, I, why would I do that? That's stalkerish. Um, Wait, no, that's not stalkerish. Okay, anyway, the behind-the-scenes nugget is... Originally, um, this this movie was supposed to be directed by Edgar Wright. And also, I, I'm looking at it right now. Apparently, this is in... The anime was in development before Iron Man came out was in development well, it said he, it said he was when working Iron on it for it said he was working out. on it for eight oh yeah eight years 2015 minus eight uh no. that's 2007 no yes so originally but yes. maybe maybe he was uh maybe this maybe he said this before no no, no. Okay. so here's what happened um so this movie was in development by the time ant-man came ant-man this movie was in development when iron man the first movie came out and it was originally directed by Edgar Wright, and they wanted it to be kind of its own thing and not in the MCU. But when Iron Man came out and started the MCU, Edgar Wright felt it was a little hard to weave it into the shared universe. So he kind of dropped out because he felt like he wasn't really needed anymore because of, because of how because Marvel could integrate into the MCU. So he dropped out at one point, and then he let and then Marvel hired Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. I like to say that. All right, so let's do Ant Man. So now, let me mi- now mind you guys. This is a good movie. It's not bad. It's not bad, but mm, it's not my favorite. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just it's so it's good. It's not bad. It's, it's just not one I rewatch. I watch. I rewatch very much. Yeah, it's it's definitely smaller in scale than the other mm. MCU films, and it's <laughs> it it kind of feels like its own thing actually. It does a little bit, yeah. It has some subtle references just to tie it in, you know. And they have Dakovia and and Iron Man and blah blah. Uh, blah but okay, Iron Man's okay. Iron Man's not in this movie. Falcon is. Uh 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 uh. It, actually, Hank Pym says. This isn't some cute technology like the Iron Man suit. That's an Iron Man reference. Exactly. Not. Exactly. That, that means, doesn't mean Iron Man shows up. Falcon does show up, and they actually go head-to-head. Yeah, but still, it, sh- it establishes that it's in the same universe as Iron Man. Mm. Um, um, yeah, so... so um, I liked... I will say this. I liked Paul Rudd's performance 
at the end. I thought he yeah. did really good. But here's here's what boggles my mind. Um, isn't isn't Paul Rudd like fifty years old? Well, now he is, but he wasn't then. Now. He, looks, <laughs> he looks so young. Like what what like de aging cream is he using? I don't know. Oh, another uh, an interesting thing I wanted to share. I didn't learn this until just now. Um, Paul Rudd's son. Um, when Paul so so when Paul Rudd first signed on to play Scott Lang. And he told his son about it. His son literally said this out of his mouth. Wow, I can't wait to see how dumb that will be. And but that apparently didn't stop Paul Rudd from do, bringing his bringing life to the character. But also, this is this is stated by Michael Douglas, who you guys know as Hank Pym. He um, apparently Scott um, not Scott Lang, Paul Rudd really worked out to get in shape for this movie and. Apparently the Ant-Man suit had to be refitted because of his because of his like bulkiness. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, he had, he gained so much muscle that they had to refit the anymore. suit. All of his big muscles didn't fit into the suit. Yeah, so they had to rework it. <laughs> I think it was kind of funny. Yeah, they made the suit. They were like, "Oh man, this is gonna be kind of like a, you know, a, a, a skinnier oh. guy. You know, he's he's in his forties and he's just kind of gonna be." You know, oh, and, and another like, thing is. Rocky. Yeah. So another thing is, when they first announced this movie, everybody laughed because, as you guys see, if you look at a picture of Ant-Man in the comics, his suit it is... looks like a Halloween costume. His suit is good for the comics, but if they adapted that to a movie form, it looked really silly. <laughs> so that's why everybody laughed, but it was actually a, a really big surprise to people because it actually was really good. Because they had to re They had to, they had to change his suit. The yeah. suit, yeah. Because if they had that in the movie that would look really dumb and bad <laughs> yeah but also i like also moving on to hank Pym. now let me just preface this right now scott lang in the comics does become ant-man but he's not the first ant-man in the comics it's hank Pym that starts out as Ant-Man. yeah well that's well the that's, same thing but in that's still movie. established in the yeah. movies yeah. yeah but as far as like the main mcu timeline is scott lang is the prime ant-man oh he is yeah but but a long time ago, he, he just... It was Hank Pym, and then I think eventually at some point, Scott Lang took over in the comics, that is. And now, because of the, it's because of the because, movies, well, according, Scott, it's because of the movies, Scott Lang has become really popular Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Well, in... 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 In, in, in Earth's Mighty Heroes, it's established that, that uh, Hank Pym doesn't gives it over to Scott Lang because he like past the this, which I thought that was super annoying. You know, he's like, guys, there's a way to solve this without fighting. I'm like, can you be quiet, please? <laughs> oh, but also we need to talk about the best character in this movie, Michael Pena. Um, his, Michael his Pena. Character, I thought he was, I thought he was really good. I liked his little recap thing of just everybody sounding like him. So basically, uh, yeah. that's teaching him that everybody, that's teaching kids that everybody in his world sounds like him. <laughs> I did not want to be in his head. I'm just kidding. Uh, Michael Payne, yeah, I thought that was a really great job. I liked his recap scene. Well, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ant-Man and Wasp, which one do you like more? The Ant-Man and Wasp one or this one? Ant-Man and Wasp. I like Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, that one's really bad. That's actually, that, Ant-Man and Wasp is actually my top five favorites. Yeah, and then he's like, he, um, yeah, he's oh, also Tito from now. He's also Tito from Turbo. Oh yeah, T- yeah, he's Tito from the tur- from the Turbo movie, not the show. Yeah, and the show it's Eric Plaza, which is pro- it's Eric no. No, it's no. I forget the guy's name, but it's also the voice of Skidmark. As, oh wow, that's funny. As um, um Tito. And it's kinda obvious at points. 
Oh yeah, we got we're getting on we're getting off topic. Um, oh my goodness, Turbo. Also, no, not okay. Turbo. Ant Man. Okay, and then also they introduced um Hope's Hope's daughter. They introduced <laughs> Hank's daughter, um, who is um Hope Van Dyne. And they just and they, they establish her as kinda like the person that she wants to do it, but Hank's doesn't let her because um, I don't think he want he he doesn't want what happened to his wife, Janet Van Dyne, to happen to her because he's scared. He's scaredy boy. Um <laughs> Ignore that. I didn't say that actually. Um, what you did say? Also, but I liked her. I like her character. Okay, I like her character more in the second movie, but for the, her character in this movie, I thought she was good. I like. I, I I liked her side of things about why she like why, why she's the way she is. And also, fun fact: Evangeline Lilly, who plays the Wasp, was actually in another movie where her parents in that movie, not in real life, actually died in a plane crash. And oh, funny yeah. enough, in Ant Man. Her mom died in a quote-unquote plane crash, but that's that... not true. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. But this is the thing that hurts this movie for me, is Darren Cross. Oh, he is he is such a generic and just kind of weird villain. Yeah, he's kind of by the I would say he's kind of by the books villain. No, not I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say he's by the books. Um, he just kind of like he just uh, he doesn't. There's not. I can't speak. There's not much depth to him. He's he's just and like and they just just try to pull that that thing that's been used over and over and over again. Where it's like the the no the um what's it called the the pin particles altering your brain chemistry. I'm like really. We've heard this story where it's like oh it's your brain chemistry. It's altering your brain chemistry. Um, we've heard it like at least ten thousand times. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's kind of a bland, forgettable villain. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I don't. He's, he's not. Notice really, this is a point in the MCU where the villains aren't really like. Good. Yeah, you've got what? Ronan. Uh, except for Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's good. Uh, you got Ronan. Malekith. Okay. Uh, what's it, there was the guy? The the guy from Iron Man Three. Mandarin. Mandarin. Uh, all these villains are just and then so Ultron. Bland. Ultron, you remember, but still, he was not as threatening as he should have been. Uh, it's, it's, you, you, you're gonna disrespect Ultron? You talked so highly about him in our last episode, Jake. Whoops, sorry. Um, you're like, like I actually thought that James. What's his oh, name? James well, Spader. Oh, right. James Spader. I think it's. I don't remember. Um, okay, he's, like, so, he's like, I thought he did a really good job, okay, and, and he might have not been a threatening, sorry, but I thought sorry, he did. Sorry. And then this one, you're like, he's not a threatening villain. Uh, excuse me. Whoops, sorry. Um, sorry, I forgot what I had to say in that last one. Um, you yeah, forgot so, what you had to say. <laughs> Hey, it was been a week, man. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, okay. Oh yeah. So back to Darren Cross. Yeah, this is the this is the I agree. Yeah, this is the point where the villains are kind of not. What's, what's the next movie? Silly, our next movie is Civil War. Oh, Ooh. Baron Zemo is is not a very good villain. Well, he's coming back in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's really generic. He's just like, hey, my parents. No, not my not his parents. Hey, my family died. I'm just gonna get after the his Avengers. His family and his dad though. <laughs> so you're his dad did right. too. Yeah. Whoa. In okay. the Instagram, well, yeah. Well, you're gonna watch it next week. You'll see. You'll it'll spark your memory next week when we talk about it. I'm um, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I so, know what I want to say. Happy f- late Fourth of July, everybody. Oh yeah, Happy Fourth of July, guys. Late. Yeah, belated. Late fourth, fourth of July. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry we're getting off topic, but yeah, man, there's it's just oh, oh, wait, it's just kind of like I mean, one more thing. Wait, there's one more thing I want to say. What? So apparently, what? what apparently the siege, the ants in. Both movies are CG, obviously. They can't do real ants. Because I think back in the day, they had to use stop motion for stuff like that. Like in uh-huh. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That, I could tell that ant was stop motion. It was obvious <laughs> to me anyway. 
Because we actually do stop motions on our channel, so she should. It's go obviously watch. In any movie, like the AT-ATs and yeah, and or the ships. Five. Were the Star Wars ships stop motion? In the the ships weren't. They were like they were there. There was like this this like blue screen right here, and they were on like this blue screen like stand, and they'd like move the camera past them. Oh, okay. And also, apparently, they had to change them. They had to make ant. They had to make the ants in this movie a little friendlier than they than they are in real life. And so they also the crazy ants that you guys know they were heavily based off of puppies, which is why they were so cute. The really? crazy, the crazy ants. That's what they are. Had crazy ants a thing in real life? I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they are. I don't know. I don't look into ant stuff. <laughs> but yeah, what, what what were you saying about the Ant Man movie in general, dude? And just kind of you know, it's a it's a. It's it's a not very big movie. Ah, <laughs> good one. I, I knew. I almost said it's a small movie, but then I know you're. Ah. Um, well, the next one's a, the next. Fozzie is, Bear. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp is a big movie. <laughs> um, sorry. I like puns. Um, as we established in the Guardians of the Galaxy episode, I'm a huge fan of puns. Yeah, they, um, it's just kind of you know in in, in the middle well, of space. Well, now that I think about it, it's not really, it's not as um it's not as bad. The stuff that we pointed out, it's not as bad as I remember it being. Now that I think about it, it's just like a fun adventure. It doesn't really have too much to offer. It's just like yeah, you know, just a superhero adventure, just a fun, light you know heist movie mm-hmm. with not very much to offer. So yeah. Uh, I do recommend you go check it out because it's it's not very good. Because uh, it's yeah, I mean it's worth it's, it's, it's worth a watch. It's worth a, oh my goodness, I can't talk today. It's worth a watch. It's more watchable than Dark World. Oh yeah, anything's more watchable than Dark except for Dinosaur. Oh yeah. Oh well, okay. Yeah. So I am uh, I'm kind of done on Ant Man. Do you have anything else to say about it? No. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to watch Eli at Hollywood Enterprises. Watch me at JBH Studios on YouTube. Both and um, Eli. Don't forget to watch both of us on Minecraft Madness at YouTube. Yeah, we have a new YouTube channel called Minecraft Madness. We posted. Right. We posted um, at least eight episodes now. Eight episodes. Yeah. We've done. A, we've done this crazy madness, as you can tell. Yeah, Minecraft, where we do tons of crazy stuff in Minecraft. Uh, go check us out, and we'll give you a hug. And, and I'll, yeah, well, we'll give you, we'll give them a hug. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't, so don't do that. And and we'll see you guys next week when we talk about the Civil War. Peace out, true believers. believers.